I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Every rose has its has song. Has its song. Every down plays a sad, sad song. Every rose has its song. That's the theme of tonight's app. Yeah, that was heavily featured and pushed mm-hmm. on. Yeah, this week's they really, <laughs> they really focused on Brett's like discog in this app. Mm-hmm. We, they were reminding <laughs> us that he is a famous musician because I think for a few episodes we were like, "What is Brett doing again?" Yeah, who is this? Who's this weird? (laughs) He does look like Jocelyn. He's a little bit Jocelyn, a little bit rock and roll, but also they really wanted to remind you that Brett Michaels has a solo career, a career. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Lest Mm -hmm. you forget. I do forget. (laughs) I I am in a constant state of forgetfulness. He has had a lot of work done. His face is, kind of taut he's plucked. I think, yeah it's like Plumped. probably a lot of botox his lips and yeah it's just it i think must he also be maybe hard has... to go from being like a sexy a youthful sex symbol male who i think a lot of rock stars are i mean the sexiest ones to me always have a bit of like a feminine energy to them like on Axel. stage Axel Rose, Brett, my, I mean, Brett's never been like the sexiest to me, but like Mick, like young Mick Jagger, Robert Plant, Kiss. like there's, um, yeah, like a very femme energy. Kiss is a little different because they wore makeup, so you don't really know like what their faces look like all that much. But they were like kind of. They're definitely like, it's like femme draggy. perform. Yeah, yeah, drag. But like. I'm talking just like dripping raw sexual energy. On oh stage. yeah. Like, like hair metal, like, and then to go from being like skinny legend to just like middle-aged legend is hard. Yeah. With and I think that they fall a lot of them. Yeah. Fall into that. Like it's easy to get to lean into getting your face like plucked and sucked. He's definitely wearing makeup. He's wearing eyeliner. Does, does he have like permanent eyeliner? Maybe. That'd be a smart move for him. Oh, if hot. not, I would love to use like, I would love to know like his into the gloss, like top shelf, like what eyeliner yeah. is he using every day? What are his go-to products? I want like a Vogue Brett Michaels makeup tutorial. Yeah. His morning routine. He takes <laughs> us through his step-by-step. He just slaps steak on his, like he just wears two raw steaks on his face. Every night before he goes to bed, yeah. Mm-hmm. He just it's wears steak. Steak on each side of his face. And his kids run it. A Wagyu ribeye. They scream. <laughs> they just see this like man with like steak slugs on him. Like a little bit Hannibal Lecter. 
Mm-hmm. I looked up his daughters because I, I thought he had a son, but he has only has two daughters. Two daughters. And one of them is like an Insta model. Yeah, they're both they're hot. It's like rain and something else. Who is who's their mom? Um, that's a great question. Can you imagine I, the wife of like a front man for a popular band? Like that would just literally be It takes hell. a certain type of woman, I think, to be able to handle that. Yeah. Did you ever see Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg? No, but I've been, I'm like really compelled because I mean, it looked like a piece of shit movie, but it it does have my queen Jennifer Aniston really trying to break out of the, like Rachel Green Uh role, but she just looks like she's like doing Halloween dress up. Yeah. It's a really terrible movie. Um, he's hot in it. They're both hot in it. Yeah. Um, it's very problematic movie. There's, it's a transphobic movie. It's uh, homophobic. It's a wild movie. You should. Mm-hmm. But okay, I w- I'll watch worth, it. Worth I did. the watch for just J J Ann like trying to do the most mm-hmm. with not much. I'm I'm here for her. she looks hot as shit in her getup. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett has a massive merch like shop on his website. Really? Should we yeah. get some? I think we should get like he has books, candles, ebooks, inspirational collection, apparel, accessories, collectibles, cologne and fragrance, diabetes awareness, guitars, accessory, headwear, jewelry, lifestyle collection, music, photos, video. Like he has it all. He has a literally sells probably well, how many different kinds of candles? 33 different kinds of candles. Well, you need a Brett Michaels candle. I do, but I'm also... I don't, do you want that energy in your house? No, because the thing, about, <laughs> the thing about me and candles, as listeners of Babe know, I don't like like a joke candle. No, you're... I take my candles very seriously, and I don't... It's like I don't do, like, I, like irony. Irony, yeah. yeah. Ironic candle, it's like, what's the point of spending money on something that... With for that, when you could get like a diptyque, I know. Like I'd rather, I'd rather just shell out for a candle that is filling all my needs and desires than just like a funny candle that smells like shit and costs twenty two bucks. Yeah, like I want like a dusky, like Sedona smelling candle, mm-hmm. not a Brett Michaels or like one of those Kim Kardashian like prayer candles. Yeah, fuck that. Like I want fuck that. It's all for Instagram. I want, yeah. I want to like a, and I would shell 22 out on like some crystal lady in Sedona that like hand poured a candle. Like I'll do like a, even a magical kind of candle that has crystals in it, but doesn't necessarily smell like anything over like yeah. just like a silly or like quippy candle. <laughs> but I would. If someone from Brett Michaels' team sent me a bunch of his candles for free, I would definitely review them with you. Yeah, obviously. Can you, if you're listening, if you're listening, in- <laughs> Team BM, can you send Laura and me candles, and we'll just do like a haul? Yeah, we will haul Brett Michaels' huge candle collection. Okay, he has a he has what I do love is a candle called Sweet Georgia Rain, which is oh. a 
an homage to his daughters, Georgia and Rain. Oh, he really loves it. He's a girl dad. Yeah, he's a total girl dad. And that's something that I do love about him is I think he understands women or I like to think he understands women more (laughs) and maybe has more respect for them than we think he does because he has two daughters. I think yes and no. Mm hmm. I think, but, I think I mean, you're right in many exist. ways. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, he has one that's called Brett Michaels, Brett's morning brew candle, which, you know, my association association with brew is just to take a shit is what <laughs> that's like what I call taking a shit is brewing. Morning, really? so Brett's morning brew. Yeah. <laughs> it's really just taking hitting. a morning brew. Brett's shit. Someone would has definitely paid him for his shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're a rock star, especially like of that age, like or that era, like you probably have. You've probably taken a shit on a groupie's chest. I mean, like, yeah, it's just them's the break sometimes. What this episode really showed me was how much of a groupie rodeo really is. Yeah. Rodeo was unhinged in this episode. Rodeo lost the plot. She, she lost the plot. Do you want to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Oh, but first. Oh, wait, I'm Carrie. I'm Lara, and you're this listening to Sexy, Sexy, Unique, unique podcast. podcast. Insatiable, Insatiable bitch, bitch goddesses. goddesses. Episode four. Episode four. We are blaze. We're blazing. Blazing a month into this, guys. I hope that everyone's enjoying this as much as we are. I'm. I I only watched the first episode, so this is all like coming to me as a surprise, and I'm I'm kind of enthralled. When you like, like, are you thinking when you originally watched the series, you would only watch the first episode? Yeah, and I I thought I knew more than I did, but I don't. And I'm I'm honestly really this episode was kind of cool. It was it was a better episode than the other ones because this episode kind of had it all. And I think we're starting to also see the women press back on Brett a little and the whole system, which I'm I was very into. Totally. And we're getting to know them. We're getting like a little bit deeper knowledge of like who these women are, what they're all about. We're getting a deeper knowledge of what Brett is all about. And we're getting a deeper knowledge into rodeo. And most (laughs) importantly, really wrapping our brains around what is going on in rodeo's head that big old head of hers as heather would say (laughs) yeah not that this is a spoiler because if you're listening you probably watch but if not sorry um rodeo this is her final episode another gone too soon i thought i maybe not yeah i think everyone it was, it was, it was for the best but also i god i miss her can we just i want to like dedicate the first five minutes of just talking about rodeo's exit because it was not to go out of order but it was honestly <laughs> so, it was so moving crazy. it was moving it was moving but also like very like also 
not moving at all and kind of dark. I really, I thought, see, I got chills and I thought that it was like, I thought, I thought it was really special and like meaningful. And it felt to me like it was, things were ending on like a beautiful note for Mm. everyone, for both she and Brett. Like it was, and I even wrote down in my notes and thought to myself, I wonder if they still keep in touch. Cause I could see them just like emailing every once in a while. Yeah, they have this sort of like lost in translation relationship. Mm-hmm. But I could see how it could also be a dark thing. Like rodeo could also be like a total stalker. So my theory was that I I, I think there it, there was he was very the way he did it was like as respectful as he could be for this fucking show. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to give her like a special send off, but it kind of felt like he just literally threw her out into the street. It was like. <laughs> And he went, bye. Bye. Oh, thank you so it's much. Like, bye. It's like when Kelsey Grammer said to Camille backstage at his show and he said, I'll see you in a while. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. she, and he was like, okay, bye. Bye. And Camille's like, just standing there like, in her great gal. job. And he goes, I'll see you in a while. Bye. And then closes the door. And I was like, it kind of had the same vibe. Yeah. And maybe you- I'm seeing it from a dark, but I, I think Brett really realized like, that maybe rodeo is like kind of a full-fledged she's a maniac yeah i think she she has like crazy fan eyes and crazy fan energy that's like once you realize what you're dealing with you have to like let them down softly but also get them away from you as quickly as possible which does lend its which in a way is beautiful because he did it in a very grace gracious way and he didn't like humiliate her or like embarrass or you know just dump her like that mm-hmm. i think he was trying to avoid i mean brett when you're a rock star you probably are good at dealing with that yeah so he probably was like i mean but the only thing w- that makes me think that it was like actually beautiful is because Brett cried. He was crying. And I don't think that that was like fake crying. I feel like he was like really sad. I think maybe he was crying because he was like, thought she was like, maybe he was like, Oh, maybe I could be with this person. And then he realized that she was (laughs) (laughs) totally unwell. And maybe that's why he was crying. He's crying out of just like a sad, like his grief. Yeah, he was grieving. He was grieving what could have been and then wondering like, will I ever find, like, will I ever find love? Yeah, we'll always be like. Will they always turn, like show their true selves? Like, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what. I also got the sense that Rodeo in this episode, like kind of came to. And and realized where she was and mm-hmm. was like, I have to get back to my son. And was like suddenly like, oh my God, my I have a son. Like she, yeah. I think she was perhaps in whatever state. She came out of her fugue state and like <laughs> and she was like, I am not. She mom. Like she used to be Cindy. And then like we said last episode, she entered a fugue state, took on a new a persona called rodeo and then galloped her way into this house and then this was the moment that she woke up and remembered that she isn't rodeo she is cindy but then once she was gone she was able to accept both 
her rodeo persona and Cindy, and now she is both. She's Cindy yeah. Rodeo Steedle. Is that her last name? Steedle, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she, I like when she, there's one point when she goes, I love rock and I love country. That's why I wear my hat. <laughs> <laughs> she was having a lot of things going on, and she's got, she got really intense about involving the kids. Like, I will, was, say, I will let's, get let's, there. Let's, let's say that. Yeah, okay. We start off with Brandy C. Is, this is the same elimination night as the episode before. Brandy C. is at the bar, like, Lewanami bartender. Like, she's drowning her sorrows. Yeah, because her best Christia. friend, Christia, is ju- was just dismissed. Um, and Dude, Rodeo... Can I have some champs? She's also just downing champagne and vodka. So I'm like, wow, you you must be like really 20 bad. because there's yeah. no way. You could not actually pay me to do that, to drink that no. way for a night. Cannot think of a worse hangover. No. Mm-mm. And then that's when Rodeo realized she awakens. Cindy awakens. Whoa. She was like, whoa. Whoa. Where am I? Tell, what day am I? What day is this in? What it? And someone's like, "What state what is this?" They're like, "You're in." <laughs> what state is this? Am Not I across Texas. county lines? Did I cross county lines? I don't hear the trains whistle. What county is hear- this? <laughs> yeah, she waits for a minute. She goes, "I don't hear it. I don't hear the commuter." By the way, did you see that video of Biden? <laughs> no, he was what like video? speaking. He was like speaking in Ohio. <laughs> And he was talking about the debate, and he was outside, and he heard a train go by, and he just stopped what he was talking about, and went, "Oh, there's the commuter now." And then he, and then he just goes, <laughs> and you hear the train horn, and he goes, "Oh." Anyway, folks, and just had this, and I was like, you "Had a train moment." Honestly, I hadn't related to him more than ever than in that moment. Yeah, I mean, I too am enthralled by the sound, the sound of the train. He's a simple man at heart. In his old age, Biden has found more simple pleasures that we can all agree on. He's a sweetie. I think he means well. Anyway. Anyways, uh, (laughs) this isn't about. (laughs) So anyway, Rodeo's hearing the distant train. Back to Rodeo. I don't hear him. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. 6 p.m. Where did the trains go? She goes. She says. Over. Rodeo, tell me what you're feeling. What are you seeing? I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Stoplight. Waiting on the train tracks in my car, driving home. And the last thing I knew, and the first thing I knew, I was here. Where have I been the last two weeks? <laughs> it's been It's been three. What day is it? They're like, we've been in this house for like three and a half weeks. Three weeks! Weeks. I have a son. I have a son. Where's she, my son? And then she, she starts crying. She starts crying. She. I guess that they're not allowed. Are they allowed to call people on the show? Seems like maybe oh. not, because none of them are ever on the phone. Yeah, there's like a there's like a communication blackout, and then Lacey pretends to comfort her, and then Lacey, that devilish fiend, she she goes, "I'm gonna go tell Brett," and she I'm, runs away to go tattle on Brett. I saw Rodeo crying and I went and got Brett because this could be her weakness. I was like, literally my uterus fell out and crawled away. I was sad to be a woman. And someone had DM'd me and said, or someone commented on the Patreon. They said, Lacey is Polly Porette. 
She, <laughs> they are one and the same. Do you remember Julie Klausner apparently calls Polly Pro the <laughs> the world's oldest goth? <laughs> <laughs> on her podcast, she is like Fucking she's fixated Harlequin. on Polly. Yeah, it truly is Harlequin Jigsaw yeah. Poirot. I want to go tell Brett. Honestly, if you're narking out, it says more about you in this scenario than it does about the person that's like flipping out or losing their shit. Narking out someone who's crying over missing their child. Like there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I love like that heartless wench for that. (laughs) This is her weakness. When Polly Perrette during the, the, uh, the protest, she was like, Trust me, this police this police chief is one of the good guys, guys. He's one of my friends. And she, like, posted that. I'm like, sure, I trust you. You're literally making, like, a mill an episode for some shitty fucking show that we've all been exposed to for years on end that won't go away. Smiling your fucking demon smile to us from billboards all over the place, haunting my every drive. Sure, I'll wearing, trust you. Wearing pigtails. Wearing pigtails. I'm sorry, oh. but, like... A grown woman, you should not wear pigtails unless it is Halloween. And even then, it is its hairstyle, which past, I would say, the age of 45, it's banned. You don't do it anymore. (laughs) Man or woman, truly. I wouldn't trust a a gay in pigtails. Fuck no. An elder gay. I would not trust a single, I don't trust a single person in a high pigtail. Who are you? Where'd you come from? I'm Get crying at Lacey's polyperth. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Whoever said that is it's a, a true, a true. Um, so she goes to tattle, and then Brett comes. She's like, she's like, Brett, Rodeo's having a really hard time right now, and she's crying. You should go see what's going on. Apparently, she misses her son or something. And then Brett goes in, and he like tearfully comforts Rodeo, and they bond over being parents. They ha- have a really special hug in like the bathroom of terror which was just like neon overhead light like blaring into your soul like how if i don't understand how you could even like collect yourself in that kind of overhead lighting that's happening in the bathroom that they're in rodeo was bereft she truly was they trauma bonded in that moment over like missing their kids and I think also it her sadness reminds Brett that it's like, I have daughters that I'm not seeing right now and I don't want to be confronted. They probably, if your dad's a rock star, chances are you haven't gotten to log a lot of time with him as like a yeah. father-daughter experience. So I'm sure he doesn't want to necessarily be reminded of his failures as a father. No. <laughs> so and, he's like... And that's yeah. where Lacey succeeded, but also it backfired on her because he... Because they got closer. I wrote, take that, Lacey. Yeah, fuck you, Lacey. And then Brett goes, I just don't know how long she'll last in this crazy house of rock. (laughs) It's like when you're on drugs and you hear the birds chirping and you're like, it's a reminder that like. The sun is about to come out and you're literally going to turn to dust. And you're like, people are just getting up right now to go like jog. And that's what rodeo was to him in this moment. It was. It was a, you have a decision to make. You either need to get home before the first light. Or keep doing coke. Or you need to do some ketamine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And come down and just like lull your way into the day. 
Yeah. Maybe make some morning cocktail. That's a good time for like a vodka crayon and then just like ride it out into the morning. And then pass out. And then pass out. Yeah. At like 1030 a.m. Maybe mm-hmm. 11. Sleep for a few hours. Order a pizza. Do it all again. <laughs> call some friends. Laugh. <laughs> then do it again. Yeah. Um, um, so right, wakes the ladies up the next morning by playing harmonica. Also, they all get drunk. And Brandy C is last seen begging Big John tearfully to go into Brett's room. Oh, right, right, right. Brandy C really wants some one-on-one time. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> Heather's like swigging out of a bottle, like laughing at her. I was loving like a cutaway to crazy Heather. Big John and Magdalena were totally like sneaking around at this point. Yeah, definitely. Like, Brett's pretty much written Magdalena off as, like, an option. Like, you can tell he's just, like, not that attracted to her because I don't, th- th- as we said, like, I don't think that he can handle, like, a tall mm-hmm. drink of water. He's like, BJ, this is all you. It's all you, Big John. I'll keep her around in this crazy house of rock. I want to go in. <laughs> I want to go in. Why? I was like, that's my worst nightmare. Can you imagine being dead in slumber and then being woken up by Brandy C? By Brandy C. She also has a little Harlequin energy. She does have like a bit of Harlequin and Jigsaw in her, but it's like a different. If there was like it's, a, it's a, it's a more benevolent, I think. Yeah, it's in like the Jigsaw Matrix. It's chaotic. Good. Chaotic good or chaotic neutral. Mm-hmm. And then Lacey's Lacey is chaotic, chaotic evil. evil. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Big John cock blocks her and then everyone goes to bed. And then when they wake up the next morning, Brett's sw- piping away in the harmonica. <laughs> That's how you know you're in a crazy ass rock when you wake up in a harmonica is just like blaring away kill me so he has a song challenge where well, first the ladies- he, goes, <laughs> he says as you know ladies music is my life <laughs> what if someone was like really yeah wow i didn't know that magdalene is like i did not know that i didn't know. I know i didn't know good to know <laughs> it so that he gives them he pairs everyone up into five teams of two and he gives them two hours to come up with lyrics to Lyra. One of two songs. One song is a ballad, Every Rose Has Its Thorn, and the other one is like a rock song. I don't know what it is. But he makes sure to tell them that it's from his solo album. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. A little grassroots marketing for you. He divides um, them all into teams of two, and he, everyone has a cap. There's one captain on each team. Yeah. Heather and Magdalena get together. <laughs> Heather's wearing the worst sunglasses of all time. Heather looks, looks like, like J-Lo looks- for Christian Dior in like 2001, but that she got kicked out the back of a van and rolled down the highway for a little while and then stood up and like limped to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. She's wearing like hospital Dior. Yeah. She's wearing like her white hat, those like gradient sunglasses and then a camouflage pant, but it's like a beige and, and white. I don't like when camouflage goes out of the standard camouflage color scheme. Yeah. Off camouflage. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it at all. And we get a, we get a callback to Magdalena's song 
<laughs> that she originally yeah. wrote. When you first call the phone call, I came to L.A. I love that song. It's a it's a bob. Okay, I wrote a little song for you. <clears throat> Once I received the phone call from L.A., I knew that God finally heard my prayer. I'm gonna see you, my little red day. What is this? One nine hundred drag queen. Uh. And I'm so sure I can make you sweat day. That was not good. <laughs> Honestly, I liked good- it. I love Breath I'm gonna I can make see you, you my little bread day. She kind of had. I can make you sweat day. She has, she has whole people. energy. Yeah. She's giving me Courtney love. She's giving me Sonic Youth. Like, she's giving me, like, 90s yeah. kind of grunge rocker girl yeah, voice. I yeah. agree. Um, I'm good. The first time I got a call from LA, I knew that God had answered my. It's very, it's very, it's re- yeah. Last <laughs> Smashing year pumpkins, one. kind of like things don't rhyme, but you're just like whatever. Mm-hmm. Brete and Swete, though. Gonna see you, my little Brete. Now you think I can make you Swete? I love that you um, think that some guy would pop a boner to you singing that. That's where the wires are crossed. Like, Lynn is a strange bird. Lacey and um, Aaron get put together. Aaron cannot sing for shit. And Lacey's like, I, I'm in a touring band. So I'm, this is like my life. And I was She's, like, shut this up. This is what I do. This is what I do. And gets ready to like write her shit song, and, and, get, then, and guess what? When we, hear, when we hear it, I'm like, well, it shouldn't be what you do because you're not good. Yeah, this is why you're unsuccessful at what you do. It all makes sense. Rodeo is paired up with Mia, FBI plant Mia, and Rodeo goes, "I love to sing. I sing at weddings. I sing karaoke. <laughs> I love that part. I sing at weddings." And she goes, and I'm going to win his ass. I'm going to win his ass. She goes, she and Mia are breaking off having a serious songwriting. Rodeo's wearing a hat that says Trouble in Diamante. And then she writes like one stanza of lyrics. And Rodeo's so taken with her own abilities. She just jumps up and starts scream laughing. And she goes, girls. Did you see what Rodeo did, baby? I'm going to win his ass. And I was like, I love his confidence. It was the most unearned confidence of all time. The most misguided confidence. Channel Rodeo's confidence when I like sit down to write like a page creatively. I need to get into a Rodeo headspace where I like finish a paragraph and then I'm like, oh, wow. Ah, girls did you see what i did there i'm gonna truly go girl give us nothing go girl give us rodeo is what i need to tell myself to get like an ounce of creative confidence also as we come to see all of rodeo wants to write about our children it's kind of creepy it doesn't (laughs) age well in this day and age with QAnon claiming like Pe- like mm-hmm. child trafficking's gone wild and you have people like jeffrey epstein rodeo quote I mean, she- unquote involving the kids just takes on a whole new meaning 
she might be in QAnon. Do you think that Rodeo has joined Q to deflect from her comments about <laughs> the kids? It wasn't. It's not creepy in like the. It's she doesn't mean like, it in a creepy way. Lesser but just to, way. It's creepy in the sense of like if someone. Why are you involving the you kids on this dating. show? Yeah. Yeah. It's like imagine being on like a second or third date with someone and they're like, I want our kids to like play together. And like you'd be a little like, ooh. Also, like, it's like, like it's, it's, it's like mm, too soon. It's too soon energy. It's too soon energy. And it's know your boundaries. audience nope. energy. Know your audience and know your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And Rodeo bees. I love, she really, she has, um, this is the breakdown moment where then she kind of just goes into AI repeat involving the kids. I love, I just wanted to involve them. <laughs> Mia's yeah, like, like uh, this is weird. Like, can we not? Like, Mia's that? actually, Mia's weirded out, but she's actually very like kind about it. Like she doesn't like tell rodeo that she's like, that's fucking stupid. She just, she's just kind of like, okay. And then at one point she rodeo tries something and Mia goes, <laughs> no, and Rodi goes, no, is that, no, we're not going to, she's like, no, I don't think so. Like, she's, she's so nice. Like, I had to take out a beautiful lyric, and I'm so sad about it getting taken out, and it was something about, like, it was like, I want to go over the rainbow, fly over a rainbow to see our kids, and have them play together in the sun, because you are the one, and that lyric got removed, and the song is still very kid-heavy. I love it. it takes like all your editing power to get rodeo to not involve the kids in your like rock song. Yeah, the rodeo took like a very like strange like Henry Darger turn in this. Yeah, it was, like, an earnest attempt at like appealing to Brett's parental side, but when your past challenges have involved like singing like ah ah on a backing track and then doing phone sex with Brett, I don't think that it's a place for children. <laughs> She was, she was, her, whatever she was going through, it was like cresting here. Like the wave was like breaking and like she was, <laughs> was on its way to breaking and it was starting to crest at this point. Like rodeo was gone at this yeah. point. She's gone. Mm-hmm. Cindy needs to come back and she needs to take rodeo home. Yeah. Cindy has weird, not even her ugly head, just her head. And she's calling rodeo back home to the ranch. And Magdalena's drinking screwdrivers go with girl. Heather. I love and that. All I I will say I kind of love Jess and um who was the other girl? Jess Sam? and Brandy Brandy M, who Brett calls BB, which I think is really cute. And I'm actually becoming a big fan of Brandy M. Oh yeah, she makes a face later when all the girls are dancing that is like truly me. Just <laughs> she's holding a bottle of absolute and she's just like or gray goose and she's like what but yeah they're fun they they just is like neither did, of us can favorite sing. we yeah they killed it she's like we can't sing we can't write all we can do is smoke cigarettes and drink so they just start chiefing cigs ugo and brandy m just start smoking like they got smoke them if you got them and like drinking beers chugging beers and just like laughing and i was like this is good creative chemistry that you guys have together because it paid off in droves yeah they were they were fucking badass and 
Um, <laughs> then we go back to rodeo. Let's watch our kids in the sandbox. <laughs> grab our kids. She goes, grab our kids. L.A. style. I want to fly. <laughs> She's obsessed with the kids. She's obsessed grab our with kids, the kids. LA grab our kids. Style. style. I want to fly. What does that mean? She's having like her own. Whenever someone mentions like flying, I think it's always kind of like a cry for help. Lyrically, I, w- I was at the Abbey once. And it was like 3 p.m. on a Saturday and I like never go there. My my best friend was in town. So we like went and, you know, there's always a party happening at the Abbey. Oh, yeah. And this woman came up to me who like looked like she was in like a Nancy Myers movie. Like she was like super unassuming. She said she was from Santa Barbara. She, she kept trying to talk to us. She was like, my brother just came out. He's over there. Like he's older. Like he came out later. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, please leave. And then I didn't say that. And then she went, do you guys got any Tina? Oh. And I was like, oh, no. And then she like proceeded to explain to us like our num- numero- numerology chart. I love. Oh, perfect. And then she went, <laughs> she said, she was, ty- she was supposed to be typing in 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. But she, she, she said 8,000 p.m. And that's when I knew that that's when I knew that this girl was like she wrote eight thousand PM. Like she was in a place of like she was I was like, Oh, you're on math. She's ready to go to eight thousand PM. Yeah. You are fucked up and you're not in your body right now. And then that's kind of for some reason rodeo reminded me of this where you're just like talking gibberish mm-hmm. and seeing like does that make sense? That, that makes comparison? perfect sense. Yeah. Rodeo was also at 8,000 p.m. mentally. Mm-hmm. She was like, let's watch our kids in the sandbox. Grab our kids. L.A. style. <laughs> what does that mean? Mia was like, Mia was like, Mia is like a psychologist plant to make sure that like none of the ladies harm themselves or others. And she's Mm -hmm. making mental notes to alert like the board of therapists that it's rodeo's time has come. Mm -hmm. Plus they Um, just have, they have really bad creative chemistry together. We cut to Sam and Brandy C who actually have good creative chemistry together. And, it's kind of cute. Sam's doing scales with Brandy and she's Brandy's like trying to help out Brandy. Who's she's really bad. She's beyond help vocally. Some people are just, it's never going to happen, but I love Brandy goes, Sam's been really quiet, but writing things down in a creepy little journal. So actually like (laughs) it's a win for me. It's a win for me because she's basically done all the work. And so Sam's been like just writing lyrics left and right because like what else are you gonna do if you're in this house like you need to you need to have a creepy journal if you're Mm -hmm. coming to the rock of love house and your plan is to be sober the entire time sam seems not only for sobriety reasons but she just seems more aware self-aware than the other people so i'm not surprised that she was like harriet spying it Yeah, and she knows what she wants. And so, and I think probably a big part of that is having her journal to really ground herself and like help Mm -hmm. clarify. She's going, me, 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 with Brandy. Brandy's like, me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. 
that's, that's I don't understand. Doing, that's doing her justice, Laura. People that that's, are that's, like that tone deaf, I actually don't understand what's going on in their brains. Like I don't, I don't understand. Like I'm no, I'm no Christina Aguilera by any stretch of the imagination. But like I know music like i can you can sing me a song and i can sing you back the notes will it sound amazing no but it will be like on tune like when someone i don't get it especially and even like aaron with like not knowing the beat i don't understand how that's just i think with aaron it's complete she doesn't know who she is yeah no i think it's not i think she's just is one of those people who like can't emote or show any kind of emotion because she's other than like looking hot because she is probably has bad she's scarred in some way herself yeah that's what Mm -hmm. i got from her and she had that she did have that gay fiance Mm -hmm. maybe he like maybe he was the performer yeah and he he never let her so she was always the tambourine player Mm -hmm. always the tambourine player never never the singer never the never the karen carpenter 
going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Heather's also, she's really not a team player. Like, you just see her sitting back. Like, she won't weigh in. She has a bad attitude. And in that moment, I was like, Heather's out for numero uno. And that's Heather. Well, we'll get to this at the end, this twist that we learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So they start playing. Lacey and Aaron are first. Lacey's like expecting to bring down the house. Their performance, an F. They sucked. They were so bad. Lacey sucked. Maybe even more than Aaron. Yeah. She was more offensive to me than Aaron. <laughs> they were. And, oh, they also have this like producer, I guess, who's like Richard, watching. The, Richard Blade is his name, who, which is a who, like, fake name. may have been some guy that like Brett hangs out with at the local bar. Yeah, he's the guest judge, and I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God, who's the guest judge going to be? Like, Slash? And then it was Richard Blade, he's, aka I mean, a he's, true nobody. It, I think they just who? had him on because he's British, and they were like, it's funny when oh, you Simon sing, Kyle. Yeah, like a Simon Kyle. <laughs> Simon, <laughs> Simon Kyle. <laughs> Simon Kyle. I'm like Simon Kyle. Ever heard of him? There's this really funny Instagram called Neoliberal Gay. Mm-hmm. neoliberal gay friend i think i've sent you some and i don't know who's it's some anonymous person's doing it but he's they are so funny and it's just like kind of reposting like cringy gays like supporting like beto and stuff and like yeah. being like not being sort of white this is a white gay fuckery basically mm-hmm. and he he posted some guy <laughs> going like 
it's the assault charges for me for about Trump. And he's like, it's it's using Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's trying to appoint a new Senate right after only days after Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Take away their phones. Simon Kyle. Simon Kyle. Ever heard of him? Um, Um, Magdalena and Heather get up there. And actually, I was like really into their song. I thought they had a great sound. I was into the energy. Um, Yeah, I think the the judging was a little hard because Brett's like immediately like, whoa, Magdalena, like drag queen voice. Yeah, she's she's a big girl. She's got a deep voice. I was like... (laughs) I felt felt personally attacked as a big girl with a kind of deep voice. I was like, Brett, don't go there, sister. She's grunge. She's fucking grunge. Brett's just, he's clearly intimidated. Yeah. Because Magdalena could stomp him like a bug. Magdalena could also be like the cool, like front, front woman for some, like, you're right. Like some noise band. She has Nico energy. Yeah. Why do I do do? Yeah. These days, days, these days I seem to think a lot. And I'm always chance to lose. Magdalena covering Magdalena. In this moment, it makes me wish that they would give them even like more rockery kind of makeovers. Like I wish that there had been like a makeover element to this. Like a drag race moment. Yeah, like I they just like because if you're if you're gonna be on Brett's arm and you're gonna be going to like all the fucking shows, like you want to like step your pussy up. So like. That would have been cool to give them like if they could create their like groupie or like a new persona. Like you have budget. Yeah, it's so Die boring. There. Feels like like please get out of this like family vacation like charades. We gotta vibe. get out of this house. I I'm feeling too. <laughs> I'm feeling too grouped yeah. up in the Rock of Love house because so much shit happens there. It does, and like. Let them leave the house, and also, like, even if it means just letting them dress up, like, they're all just wearing, like, ugh, just boring, lazy. Yeah. Um, there's a yeah. shot of Lacey watching Magdalena, and she she looks <laughs> rage watching. Lacey is constantly like, it must be exhausting to be her. Mm-hmm. She's constantly on edge. Magdalena was also singing to Big John. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, 1000%. He was in the corner and they were just like making serious eye contact. Jess and Brandy M are great. They kill it. They do a, they're like a real, just like ACDC kind of like rocker song. They're screaming kind of the, it's like very Joan Jett and they're like pretending to play the guitars, which the producer was like, I wish you'd lost the guitar. I was like, why? That looked cool. That actually was the icing on the cake and it made it awesome. They were You're just a like the hater. They seem he's like a also, cool girl group, like a yeah. girl band. He's one of those producer guys. He's like, "You're cute enough without them." Like, just do. It's like ugh. they want like Katy Perry about. energy. This is like how yeah. Katy Perry was born. I kissed a boy and I like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I wrote, I wrote, rock on. 
Rock, they were pure rock energy, and Brett loved it too. I'm shocked that they didn't fucking win. They were so good. They were so good. Again, like if I saw I think, them, I'd be like, yeah, like fuck yeah. yeah. Like, that's you would the kind be of front I row, front. I would center. be moshing. Like I'd yeah. be like, yeah, these are like I. There's mo- so many of my favorite bands were just all women groups, and like I love that shit, and like I want to see like Jess. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> at like, at like <laughs> bamboozle or whatever. I want yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. to get he- like to get famous. I like in another in an alternate timeline, Jess actually like got crazy famous and her yeah. thing became her hair. And uh-huh. the more famous she got, the m- bigger the Yu-Gi-Oh hairdo gets until so it literally many. is three feet wide. Like it's three by three feet of just like yeah. pure spike with a headband. And like, yeah. all I want is to see Jess on the stage with like crazy hair like that, but even bigger. It could have been totally. iconic. Do you remember I hope Lady Gaga crazy. does like a Yu-Gi-Oh oh, yeah. phase. Do you ever see Drive Me Crazy? Mm-hmm. Like, with Adrian Grenier. Yeah. The, the Donnas. Remember that band? Yeah. They're Donna they energy. They're Donna. They're, Don- they're like the Donnas. Yeah. Like this song. This is from Drive Me Crazy is an underrated teen movie. It's a good movie. Yes, that, that's Justin. That's Justin Brandy M. Mm-hmm. They're they're serving you a do. lot, and again, I think that Brett is just intimidated. Like he says at the beginning of this challenge, he's like, "It's so important to me to have a really creative chick," and I was like, "Is it though?" Because I don't think that that's what you really want. This is why I am skeptical of his respect for women as much. Like as I was feeling in the earlier, like, I think he does, but like, I think if they come up against his turf, then he's like, yeah, like that. He has a complicated relationship with love. Jess, Jess and Brandy were full rocker chicks and he'd be a fool to pass them up. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, rodeo and Mia go on and they're so boring. (laughs) They're really, they're really bad. They do like a little, like, sidestep sidestep like kind of square dancing the best thing about them was mia's belly button jewelry Mm-hmm. i was like "Ooh, was- tell me more about that like that enthralled me and that's how you mm-hmm. know that they're bad this was like an episode for mia she really came out of her shell yeah we got a chance to see like what she was all about and i still don't really know what she's all about aside from just being a little bit skeptical of rodeo's inclination to involve the kids in every lyric, but I was glad to see more of her. Also, Brandy and Sam were pretty good. And actually at the very end, Brandy and Sam harmonized. Oh, I love I think the it voice was, lessons paid off. Me, Brandy me, C me. harmonized. She did it. She did what we thought could not be done. They said it couldn't be done, but we did it. Yeah. Congrats to, to Brandy C. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Richard starts judging everyone. He just trashes everybody that we like. <laughs> the best too is he's like 
they're judging they start with like mia and rodeo and they're like um so whose idea like why were there so many lyrics about kids in this song and rodeo goes okay i can answer that (laughs) (laughs) then she launches into her like bizarre explanation for why she felt compelled to make this song child friendly and then it cuts to Brandy M and like her talking head. And she goes, Rodia is always talking about her kids and it's getting fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> also, Brett stops Richard and he goes, Richard, he goes, last night Rodeo had a horrific moment <laughs> about her. Like he just totally. And then Rodia's like, <laughs> Rodia's feeling vulnerable and she's feeling like maybe. I did the wrong thing. And it, and it proves that when they lose and Rodeos has a complete, she cries. She starts sobbing again and she goes, I, I love rock and I love country. And that's why I wear my hat. She goes, kids love music. And I'm trying to bring them into good music. I love rock and I love country. That's why I wear my hat and kids love me. <laughs> it's like, Leave the kids out of this, for God's sake, Cindy! Please, stop it! No more kids, Cindy. None. She's she's literally like cloying. Like there was this, there was this, there was this clown movie a few years, like an evil clown movie that like an indie movie that came out, and it was and the clowns are called cloins in it, and they're like demon clowns, and they like kill children. And I was oh like, Rodeo, you're giving me clown cloying energy. Stop. Yeah, you gotta just like get. Office. I love kids and they love me. It's like, do you wear the hat for kids? And ki- yeah, I was like, what are you trying to say here? Stop. Enough. I don't even, I don't know what she's, and I don't think it's anything like truly yeah. like, I don't think it's anything nefarious. I just think zero the way nefarious. She, she cannot express, she can't articulate what she's trying to say. And it's just making her just seem bizarre. Yeah, she Where seems like, like a crazy, uh-huh. a crazy kid lover. Kids love me. That's why I wear my hat. And kids love me. She's like the town, like, rodeo clown. Mm -hmm. Who, like, walks around town. (laughs) And the kids all cheer. It's too much. Also, when Sam is getting judged, and her lyrics were the best. Like, and her song, I was like, oh, I love this song and these lyrics. Like, it's good. And it's, like, dark Mm -hmm. and deep. And then Brett goes, I do think Sam is harboring some deep mistrust issues and I'm going to have to deal with that. And I was like, um, okay, like, welcome yeah, to everyone. But welcome to everyone. Like you're literally in a house where you are fucking like half the people here. Also just like, that's being a human. Mm-hmm. Everyone has some kind of trust issue. And when they choose Magdalena and Heather, there's one shot where it pans to heather her look heather's pulling some looks now now she's pulling she also is having like a bit of a Yu-Gi-Oh, but like a curly headband it's like a headband with her gradient glasses and like a wild poof of curls i just wrote are you well she looks like (laughs) she kind of looks like a xenomorph with her hair like from Mm -hmm. the movie alien like her skull is like a long like she just looks like she's has like a helmet that goes like she's kind of back she's not impressed there's a tie between heather and magdalena and then 
um, Brandy C and Sam. Sam. And Brett's going to take Heather and Magdalena out to dinner that night. And then Brandy and Sam to something tomorrow. So they head over to this geisha house. Is that? Yeah, they go to geisha house, which is a real throwback to like the glory days of the Hills filming in LA. Is that in Uh, Hollywood? I think it was on Hollywood Boulevard. It might still be around, but it was like a, it was a real classic spot for a while. I never went there, but I recognize, I was like, where are they? Um, Heather walked in, in in front of everyone. She goes, oh, this is so beautiful. And she goes, konnichiwa. No, that was Magdalena. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Magdalena goes up to the waitress, who I believe is just a white person dressed in like kabuki outfits, I, dressed like a geisha, a little yeah. cultural appropriation is at play as it's want to be in 2008. And Magdalena goes, Oh, this is so nice. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Magdalena, like multicultural me. queen, worldly, yeah, she's, worldly. She's traveled. Yeah. Um, so they start having like a tense dinner. Magdalena and Heather clearly hate each other. And Brett and, Ma- and Heather are like, obviously vibing way more because Magdalena is fucking big John. Yeah. And like Magdalena kind of brings up, she's like, how do you even date men? Like, how do you meet people? If you're dancing, don't you just hate men? And then Heather's like, no, I'm a fucking expert on men. And I was like, yeah, she would be an expert on men. Like that is like the classic stripper yeah. like no one knows men better than strippers heather's like i i danced to pay my way my student loans because i had to put myself through college which i was kind of i like hearing some of that and then yeah. she goes i gave myself five years i've done, been doing it for four and a half and i'm gonna quit in six months i mean i have forty five thousand dollars of student debt and i was like damn shit's real and, and then Magdalena goes, every <laughs> stripper says they're going to quit tomorrow, but they're not going to stop. They never stop. <laughs> I love and Magdalena Heather and, tell it, like, trying to tell it like it is. And then Brett gives them both guitars as gifts, which I was like, get out of here. Yeah, an electric guitar for each, which I was like, cha-ching for Heather Everything? because she should just cash that right in at a pawn shop or sell oh, it on eBay sure. and pay off those student loans. But I'm also like, what am I going to do with an electric guitar? True. And I'm just like, everything he gives them is like his has something to do with him. Like it's yeah. just, there's nothing really like even the bathing suits were like for his pleasure. True. And I'm also a little bit skeptical of like the fact that he has yet to do a one-on-one date with anyone, which I'm like, okay, you have intimacy issues because you won't even give yourself a full day of alone time. For sure. With one woman. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Um, Every stripper will tell you that they are quitting in six months. Didn't Magdalena stop. could have been first lady if she had played her cards a little differently. <laughs> um, did you see Melania's video today? Oh, I haven't watched it yet. It's on like my queue. I love a sat from the side. Looking mm-hmm. is a true move. Also, just like talking about drug addiction when her husband just like went after Hunter Biden, like piece of shit. Um, 
Then they all go back in the... Heather and him start kissing at the table. It's clear that they're vibing. And then when they get back in the car, they all have a three-way kiss. <laughs> I love it. And also at the table, Brett's like, now I want to party. He's aching to party. He's like, I want to drink. Yeah. I want to booze. I want to party. He's like, let's get piercings and tattoos. And Heather's like, I'll get a tattoo right now. I'll get like, your name on the back of my neck. She's like ready to fucking go. And I love, I love the energy of like, let's get tattoos of each other's names tonight is chaotic energy I can get behind on our fucking necks. And and Brett's like, I kind of want that to be more of an intimate moment between us. So Brett's like, I think he's like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah, but I think he's also into it. Yeah, Yeah, me too. I, I really love Heather. Like she's, I know exactly what she's kind of trying to do, but I'm worrying that I worry that next episode she just gets in her own way. I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm. I think that she her time might be up. They when like you, are on when you narc. On, like, it never looks good. It never yeah. looks good. How also, I have to say, that? I feel like they're like on ecstasy or something. Yeah, things get like to a wild place. I think some they come back to the house. Definitely, like snuck some drugs into the house for sure. They they got back to the house and Brett comes in and he's black. He's drunk as I've we've ever seen him on this season, and they just start partying. He and trips over the rug and the, everyone laughs. And then the girls that are downstairs are like, "Oh great, they're all fucked up." Heather comes downstairs and immediately just like rips her top off and is topless. And I was like, I love it. Heather starts shaking her tits to Brett's harmonica. Like he starts playing. It feels very like medieval or something. I wish she had an accordion. And she was just shaking her her tatas to Honestly, Brett's that's like raw stripper skill for you. If you can f- sexualize a harmonica sound right? and find a way to like shake your tits to it, hats off. Sam comes down the stairs, sees what's happening, and then immediately turns around. And then there's a shot of Brandy M behind the bar with holding a bottle of vodka, just scowling at what's happening. Lacey, of course, gets in on it immediately because she's. <sighs> and then they get they all start raging so hard. Brett is pounding brew and like vodka, and they end up he ends up taking Lacey, Heather, and Brandy C back to his room, and they have like. They totally fuck. Do you think they fuck? I think they at least did they like at least made out and like grinded on each other. Yeah, maybe they didn't fuck. I don't think they I think did. Lacey wanted everyone I think she wanted everyone to think they fucked. She wants everyone to think they fuck. And honestly, if you fuck Lacey, talk about it follows. Like that is a making a deal with the devil. <laughs> She's she's like you will get dragged to hell. You it is true like a a fucking fiery claw will come out of the underworld and grab you mm-hmm. by the soul and drag you straight to hell. But it just it doesn't look good. The other women are like bummed. It's just like there's like a, a fourth of the women <laughs> yeah, who are with they're him. Not loving it. <laughs> and then the next morning they wake up and everyone is achingly hungover so hungover you know how that house smells also it's like this house is never getting cleaned like when they were riding there was a moment where like Lacey um and aaron were writing their song sitting on the floor and you could just see how much shit was all over the floor and like how badly it needed to be vacuumed and i was just like 
Oh my yeah. god. Terrible. Brandy C is elated. She's start she's taken to calling Brett her boyfriend. She wakes up in her little twin mm. bed and she goes, mm, I have a date with my boyfriend today. I can't wait to see where my boyfriend yeah. is gonna take me. Brett is demolished. He looks so terrible and he's like, I never he's like, I really can't be around any alcohol today or I'll throw up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then at one point the girls like Jess, Sam, like they're all the other girls who weren't in the foursome are like hanging out at back smoking and they're all like kind of bemoaning that the other girls got to do that and that Brett did that too. So I'm glad they're also like holding him accountable. Yeah, and, and Sam can't take it. It's like No, she's like why would how are you supposed to expect me to like trust you in this in a relationship if you're doing this right now? Asking the important questions, but also like you're on Rock of Love. Yeah, it's like Sam. Come on. I know you know better. Rodeo is weeping um, once again because Brett tells them that he to get ready that they're going to do like a uh, he's like saddle up. We're going to go for like the ride of a lifetime and which causes Rodeo to fall back into a pit of despair. And she goes, my dream date with him was to ride a horse on so his Rodeo, land. On his, on his land. <laughs> My dream date was with him was to ride a horse on his land. I'm like <laughs> on the land. Also, right before that, Lacey comes outside when all the women are commiserating. And she goes, what's everyone talking about out here? And they're like, Sam's like, well, how you all like had an orgy with him last night. And she was like, oh, look, yeah, we like hung out like things happen. But like and then one of them's like, did you sleep with him? And and uh, Lacey goes, I don't answer that. I won't confirm nor deny and I was like, oh, you're gross. Gross. She loves it. She loves it. Also, there is a really dark moment where she is like, you guys are fucked up. But like, I was stone cold sober. And I was just like, demon, demon. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So you like, I don't know about that. Wanted to, you threw yourself on this like dog pile of people knowing that like they were fucked they were up all- and like, they'd fuck you, you no, yeah anyways complicated i love Ro- rodeo the, she's like she's her hours are numbered <laughs> now we've gotten <laughs> to a point where everything that happens is making her cry so it's like the, the walls are crumbling around yeah. her yeah they take they take uh brandy c and sam to the paramount ranch mm-hmm they do a little do I kind of blacked out in the scene. They do a horse ride and then Brett goes, I'm starting to realize how young of a soul Brandy C has. Basically saying she's like stupid. <laughs> He's really nice about like letting people down easy. Yeah. Like he knows what kind of euphemisms to use to like get the point across, but also to be like gracious to these mm-hmm. women i mean what do you, what a, you what a young though? soul she's literally 20 yeah is she 20 like, 
I, I think she's like 22 or like everyone is. An, I was a fucking idiot when I was 22. Oh, yeah. I was the I'm, worst. I'm still a fucking idiot. But, but like, like she's like your a brain special, isn't fully developed. She's yeah, special she's, idiot. Yeah. She's a, I thought she's, that she was like 29 or something. I can't tell maybe anyone's she is. age on the show. So Brett makes like an awesome. He is, There's more awesomeness ahead because he's made a picnic for Sam and Brandy C. And during the picnic, he gives them acoustic guitars. <laughs> so weird. It was really weird. Like, why? You think Brandy C is going to touch that thing? She kind of does. She tries her hand at like playing and like discovering. Mm-hmm. She's like, I never held a guitar, but now I'm like going to try. And you know, when you like put your hand down it, the notes get higher. And it's just like, please, enough. Sam sounded like she was tapping out kind of at this point. Yeah. Sam's like takes Brett off to go talk in the woods. And she tells him that she like walked off into the field. (laughs) She's like, (laughs) like going through her. And she's like, Sam took my boyfriend away to talk. And like, I don't know what to do now. And I was just like, God, go run off a cliff. (laughs) and so sam is like i have a lot of trust issues i also kind of zoned out i was like and then (laughs) i thought that she was gonna tap out but then brett's Mm. like oh because sam was like my dad cheated on my mom and it was like hard for me blah 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 and brett's like my parents got divorced when i was 15 so like i don't know what he said yeah and then whatever he said, it seemed to work because Sam did a complete 180 and she goes, I'm all in now. She was like, I'm head over heel. I was like, what? Like, that is what changed your mind is going on a date with Brandy C and like having a two minute conversation <laughs> in a, with in Brett. A hot In a hot field. Yeah. With a horse just like pounding up some dirt that you like yeah. sniffed up. Like, okay. We get back to the house and it's time for elimination and... Heather's hair at elimination is like <laughs> Sharon Stone casino. She looks like Austin Powers, like it's like Austin Powers cosplay. Um, so before everyone's like tense and it's getting, you know, things are now getting like serious and Brett, before he even starts the elimination, he goes, I need to talk to Rodeo. Because things are he a little differently this time. He just calls her up and he basically is like, you need, you have to go. Because <laughs> you, need, you need to go be with your kid. Because everything that's happened like, is really telling me that it's best for you if you go, like, that you need to go be with your kid and give him a hug. Give your son a hug. And Rodeo, you can tell, isn't understanding what he's saying. So he literally just walks her to the door and... <laughs> kindly doesn't even step outside he just waits at the door and he goes all right bye and he closes the door and then rodeo like walks off it's so, mean, it goes, all happens so fast that she has no way to like prepare or fight it and like also it's it's a perfect situation to put someone in because they're not going to be like no i don't want to see my son like that's what she's been saying the whole time so it's like she can't like it's too quick to think of like a comeback yeah. or a reason to stay and then brett also is like and i want you to have this 
and he gives her his cowboy hat. Because it was like, custom made. Was he, custom I'm like, made. oh, so you just you just got that as a gift, and you're like, here. Yeah, and I want you to have it, and I want you to give your son a hug for me, and I'm going to walk you out right now. And then just walks her upstairs and walks her to the door and is like, okay, bye. And then just... (laughs) (laughs) Now that you're... Yeah, I'm like, maybe he did give her just like the epic brush off. But I also thought it was so... I thought it was soulful. I think it was so... I think it was like very... It was cunning and it was like total like emperor it was damage control it was like emperor fuckboy move okay bye mia the cia plant like told producer she was like this woman is like on the verge like she's unsafe like we got to get her out of here now she's like 2020356 like whatever code it is for like get this bitch out of the house asap and rodeo that's just i'm not ready to go home I'm like, yeah, you are. It's time. Which I, I also, Brad- Big John said in the very beginning, you got to get your shit together. You got to get out of here. There's no tears in the Rock of Love house. I think it's true. I think he's, you know, Brandy's been on thin ice a few times, Brandy C. But <laughs> I think she said Brett just liked her boobs. Yeah, she got her tits bought her an extra two and a half weeks tiffany was out because she cried like it's you know it's and rodeo i think brett was like afraid of her yeah of what buck up happened. or hit the road yeah also i love <laughs> when brandy c when rodeo was like first starting her like cry marathon there there's a moment where brandy sees like laying on a couch i think she's talking to like aaron or heather or someone and she's like I mean, I like mentally prepared for this. Like, you know, I mean, I miss my cat. Like in a normal like, amount. But like, she's like, like, I get it. I get that I she's get sad. It's my cat. I miss but my like, cat. You got to buck up. <laughs> I was like, I love that for you. So Rodeo bites the dust, heads back to wherever the North Carolina, where the fuck she's from. And, um, and then Brandy C gets eliminated, which was, yeah. I was a yeah i was a little but then i was like that's the only thing that made me think that they did fuck because i feel like if they hadn't fucked she would stick around for longer but i think he like they probably fucked like early on i could see her just like letting him lay pipe night one yeah and because he the way he talked about her he's like She's hot, but, like, I don't think, like, she's young, and I don't think I can even, like, have her as, like, a party girlfriend. Like, it was just, like, I'm, I got to see what it was all about, and I'm done. Yeah, he was, like, it was about sex. Yeah. But I love his way of letting her down, too, where he's, like, you're young, and I come with a lot of baggage. She's, like, bing, bing. Um, Uh, (laughs) I had sex with rodeo too do you think they had sex they probably mm-hmm. i want to know i think they any, did and i think i think it was like ooh, it got like, too much too fast after their mm-hmm. epic dry hump in the stew i feel like i think they had sex and i think i think the kids thing i think it was like maybe part of it and he was just kind of like ooh, like, like i gotta get too much too soon yeah 
That's, and she had a bit think, crazy eyes. Like she was seeing like a big future of like they were going to merge families and move their kids in together. <laughs> LA style. Um, LA style in the sandbox. Let's grab the kids in the sandbox. LA style. I want to fly. I want um, Rodeo to release a book of poetry. I'm going to make this short and sweet. I'm going to make this short and sweet. I'm going to make this short and sweet. So the girls assemble. They all cheers with water, which I thought was cute. Yeah. Because Brett's debilitatingly hungover. I'm worried about his health. <laughs> I am too because he has to take insulin. Like That's probably not good. Um, and then Lacey reveals that she and Heather have had an alliance. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, well, I think also Heather, Heather's smart because she knows that Lacey's fucking crazy and will do whatever it takes to like get bitches kicked off the show. So she's, I think Heather's doing kind of a Lisa Vanderpump, like letting Lacey be the mouthpiece or like feeding her Intel or whatever to get to weed people out. She makes the snowballs and Lacey throws them. Yeah, but Heather will absolutely throw Lacey under the bus when the time comes. Oh, sure. It's like in the Hunger Games. Yeah. But also... Lacey's like, Heather, I'm sure to get the other girls. (laughs) Tomorrow could be... Or tomorrow, next week, could be Heather's final act. Or Lacey. Yeah. She writes like a long letter exposing the girls. And I was just like... No, don't write a yeah. letter. We're not at a place of letter. You got to keep things no, that- fun and hot and flirty and sexy and rockery. And nothing is rock and roll about a letter. So far, Brandy, um, Jess, and Mia are doing the best job, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keeping Mia mysterious- just by literally doing nothing at all. Yeah. And then the other two by being like fun and silly. Mm hmm. I'm even wow. starting to forgive Jess's hair. Me too. I've accept- I'm like accepting it. I'm in a place of acceptance. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there. Um, <sighs> well, well, bye, Rodeo. Next week. Cindy, Cindy Steele. We love you, Cindy. We love you, Cindy. Cindy Steele. Um, tune in next time. Tune in next week. Um, again, huge shout out to our sponsor for this week's episode, Indie. Yes. Indie is an awesome app. You guys are learning about it in the ads. And I'm just very passionate about them. So thanks Thank for you, presenting this pod. And I say yeah. thank you, too. Thank you. Gracias. Thank you. Thank you. This is beautiful. Konnichiwa. This is beautiful. This is very beautiful. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Her Polish accent. Um, follow Carrie at eCario. Follow Lara at Lars Marie. And, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.